Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Ernest Withers might not be the best-known name of the civil rights movement, but he was the best-known photographer. As a photojournalist, Withers captured incredible images of key moments in American history, from the iconic image of Emmett Till's open casket to the now-legendary shot of Black sanitation workers standing shoulder-to-shoulder in Memphis, Tennessee, carrying signs that read, I am a man. Withers' photos spread awareness about the injustices facing Black America. But his legacy got a little more complicated in 2010. The Commercial Appeal newspaper, which covers Memphis, discovered that Withers essentially lived a double life, having worked as a paid informant for the FBI for years. So was he essentially a traitor to the civil rights movement that he so eloquently photographed, or is there more to his story? Ernest Withers took photography lessons in the U.S. Army while he served during World War II in the Pacific Theater. After the war, he worked as a beat cop on Beale Street in his hometown of Memphis as one of the first Black police officers on the force. Thanks to that beat, he was able to photograph some soon-to-be legends in music history, from B.B. King and Aretha Franklin to Ike and Tina Turner. Withers was prominent in the civil rights movement. He was the only photographer to document the entire Emmett Till murder trial, and he captured images of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Ralph David Abernathy riding the first desegregated bus in Montgomery, Alabama. He also photographed the Little Rock Nine at Central High School in Arkansas in 1957, after Brown versus the Board of Education outlawed segregation in public schools. Other noteworthy pieces in American history that he photographed include the Montgomery bus boycott, the Black Panther Party, and the Lorraine Motel after MLK's assassination. After Withers died from a stroke in 2007, commercial appeal reporter Mark Parasquia started working on Withers' biography for the paper. That's when a former FBI agent told him that they never bothered to bug King's meetings because they had Withers. But he refused to tell Parasquia more. So the reporter spent years investigating the story, petitioning the FBI with Freedom of Information Act requests to discover the truth of this informant, until, after a lengthy lawsuit, many of Withers' classified records were released. That's when Parasquia finally determined that Withers, in fact, worked as an informant for the FBI throughout the 1960s. Why the FBI was monitoring the movements of civil rights activists isn't totally clear, but history has shown that then-FBI director J. Edgar Hoover believed that King was influenced by communists. However, Withers' motivations are not understood. Some think he was in it for the money, to support his family of eight children— though it is possible that he had some anti-communist feelings himself. A few of his sons fought in the Vietnam War. He also had a history of corruption. He lost his job as a police officer for bootlegging whiskey, though Parasquia points out that at that time, the Memphis Police Department was rampant with corruption. But in 1981, Withers was also caught up in a cash-for-clemency scandal with a Tennessee judge, where criminals were basically able to buy their way out of prison. Withers testified against the judge, having cut a deal with the state. But even with the stakes that high, he never revealed his work for the FBI. After the news about Withers having been an informant broke in 2010, it's been received with mixed feelings. Some civil rights leaders felt that they were betrayed and their confidence abused. Others, like Ambassador Andrew Young, who was a lieutenant of MLK, 
told The New Yorker that he's not surprised because, at the time, they felt the FBI bugged everything, but they didn't suspect Withers himself. Dr. Manning Marable, then a professor of African-American studies at Columbia University, told The New Yorker, it's important to remember the time within which he lived and the inordinate pressure to inform. The best thing we can say about Withers is that he played a dual role as an informant who undoubtedly disrupted the movement, but also as a photographer who used his talents on behalf of advocacy, social justice, and equality. Today's episode is based on the article, Ernest Withers, Iconic Civil Rights Photographer and FBI Informant on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Diana Brown. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang and Ramsey Young. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hold up. 